Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. To find more information about the Preacher Boys podcast and upcoming documentary, visit PreacherBoysDoc.com or connect on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Now, here is your host... Eric Skwarzynski. Hey everybody, so I just wanted to go ahead and go live. I was going to record this video, but thought that I would go ahead and just go ahead and go live on YouTube as opposed to putting out an edited video. It's absolutely crazy what's being reported right now. With that said, we'll go ahead and jump into it. And I just want to, of course, issue a really quick just trigger warning because obviously we're talking about the Josh Duggar situation and there has just been another big news drop here just in the last hour. And it's pretty horrific, some of the stuff right now. So I'm going to go ahead and share this right now and we'll take a look at it together. TMZ just reported uh, a little bit ago that there were 200 images of uh, child porn found on Josh Duggar's computer. Again, let me know if you could see the screen here, but it says Josh Duggar's friends and family told law enforcement he's dealing with a porn addiction, according to the feds who claimed the computer was chock full of disturbing images. The 19 kids and counting star appeared over Zoom for a court hearing Wednesday in this child pornography case. During the hearing, an agent from the Department of Homeland Security said Josh's computer had more than 200 images involving naked minors and child sex abuse material. The agent said some of the children were as young as five. The feds say witnesses, including family and friends, brought up Josh's alleged addiction to porn in interviews with law enforcement. However, Josh's defense asked the agent if there's evidence Duggar had looked at the alleged images, and the agent said he hadn't directly seen Josh looking at the images. So this is the initial story. Again, it mentions the car dealership where Josh works being raided by the feds, which is, we knew about that, but they seized a computer from his office, plus his iPhone and a MacBook from inside an RV during the raid that the feds say child porn was on the HP computer. So that's a part of this. Then people released another one uh, a little bit later after this, and the details are honestly a little bit 
grosser than what TMZ reported. There's some pretty shocking details to the story. This involves the timeline here. The Homeland Security Investigation Special Agent Jared Faulkner testified for the prosecution, and he alleged Duggar downloaded computer files depicting child sex sex abuse on May 14th, 15th, and 16th of 2019, which, again, the fact that this happened so long ago and has taken this long for something to happen is shocking, but hey, that's how these things move. The files were initially flagged by a police detective in Little Rock, Arkansas, and then traced to Duggar's IP address on a computer at his workplace at the time, the Wholesale Motor Cars dealership. One file, and this is where it's a lot more shocking than even TMZ's, which was shocking enough. One file, according to Faulkner, who again was the Homeland Security uh, officer, depicted child sex abuse involving children ranging from 18 months to 12 years of age. Uh, So 18 months, whereas initially TMZ had reported the five years old. This is 18 months. This is toddler aged. Faulkner described the images as in the top five worst of the worst that he's ever had to examine. According to Faulkner, when Homeland Security officials raided Duggar's car dealership and asked to speak with him without informing him they were investigating child pornography, Duggar, quote, spontaneously responded, what is this about? Has someone been downloading child pornography? Faulkner alleged that when Duggar was asked point blank about seeing or having child sex abuse material in his possession, he said, I'd rather not answer this question. So he didn't say no. He just remained silent. Uh, He used his right to not say anything that would incriminate himself. Uh, Faulkner also said Duggar had a program on his computer called Covenant Eyes, which the agent described as an accountability software that monitors and reports objectionable content. And uh, it reports that to a partner. It's meant to help people with porn addictions. And according to Faulkner, the program was registered to Duggar and would send reports to his wife, Anna. But according to Faulkner, Covenant Eyes was unable to detect uh, Duggar's internet usage on the password-protected network that he used. So essentially what happened here and, and what's really come out of this is, number one, this is a lot more shocking than what was initially heard. Obviously, underage pornography and everything like that was extremely shocking, but to know the extent of how many images, the age range of the victims who are featured in these images takes it to a whole different level. And the fact that my big takeaway, the fact that Josh Duggar's immediate response was to come in and say, you know, Hey, are you coming here because someone was looking at child pornography is a pretty weird first response. When you see someone raiding your offices, the fact that he was using a password protected browser that worked outside of covenant eyes and wouldn't send a report to Anna is pretty shocking as well. And it just shows, honestly, the depravity of the kinds of people that are doing this sort of thing. Like, again, 18 months old, like that's a, that's just over a year old child. And Duggar's computer contained 200 plus images of this kind of stuff. And that's the update right now. I'm honestly surprised that we're getting as many updates as we are. I thought that a lot of this stuff would end up pretty buried, but I'm glad that it's getting spread out and I'll continue obviously sharing updates as they come in. But this is extremely disturbing. Obviously, this is something that nobody should be doing, nobody should be involved in. And I'm very curious to see what the response is by Duggar's family and by everyone that's that's connected. There's been a few statements made. Ginger Duggar has obviously posted a statement. The family posted a statement, but I'm curious to see what the ongoing is. And I really, 
a lot of people are talking about Anna Duggar. I really hope that she's not pressured uh, to stay. And I hope this is a wake up call for her to leave the situation. But yeah, that's the situation right now. I wanted to go live right now in the gap that I had to talk about this, give you guys an update about what's happening and let you know that this is where the case is at right now. But all the statements that were made by this Homeland Security agent are really damning. And it's going to be, I'm going to be very shocked if there's some way that this doesn't lead to uh, actual jail or prison time for Duggar. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm sorry for uh, this episode. If it was obviously, it's very graphic and I'm deeply sorry for anyone who's experienced things that maybe were brought up because of this case or people who had triggers or things that are just going off like crazy right now, hearing about these updates of the story. But I think it really is important to talk about this case, to understand that ultimately the message that the drum I'm going to beat over and over again is pedophiles do not change. That is the drum that I'm going to hit over and over again. Predators, pedophiles do not change. They get more manipulative. They get more secretive. They act compliant. They'll install accountability software. They'll do public interviews. They'll talk about all sorts of things to make themselves look like the good guy or to look like a victim or to look like an addict. But ultimately they're just looking for other ways to get what they want. And look, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. If Josh Duggar had a issue with looking at pornography, okay, he's in with a lot of company. There's a lot of guys in the US that look at pornography, that have struggled with pornography. I've talked about on the show, like it is a very common struggle. It's a very porn saturated culture that we live in. But to at all call a child porn addiction the same as a quote unquote porn addiction is not the same thing. This is a sick thing that Duggar was involved in. This is not him slipping up. This is not a quick mistake. This is someone who from very early ages was displaying incredible red flags that were ignored, that were downplayed, that were brushed aside. And rather than taking him to the proper authorities at the right time, who would do the right thing, they sent him off to Reformers Unanimous to go dig some ditches for a few weeks and then go back into society. And then Duggar would go on to make a career talking about family values while also behind the scenes working diligently to fulfill whatever these desires are that no rational, sane, healthy human being would ever have. And don't get me wrong. When I say healthy, I'm not saying that this is to blame on some mental illness, that this is to blame on some defect that can be treated. This is a disgusting, depraved person. And I, again, I'm going to say this over and over again that predators do not change. Predators do not change. You cannot put these people back into your churches, back into your organizations, and back into their workplaces because predators do not change. They just get better at looking for opportunities. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Christy commented, according to the sun, Josh was laughing and smirking. Yeah, if you look at the mugshot, that kind of shows that as well. Yeah, Christy, you also mentioned his oldest kid is 11 and the kids on computer were 18 months to 10. Yeah, that's the thing for me is I really truly hope, and again, it's just like when the arrest happened, I hoped it was financial fraud, but the fact that it's children that completely match his kid's age is 
extremely disturbing and honestly very scary because you don't want to believe that there's any physical abuse, but you have to wonder, you have to wonder at that point. And you have to imagine as older kids are wondering that as they hear these details. And uh, Ferris Film said, horrible, yes, but not sure how this isn't just gossip. It's not gossip. It's just talking about the news of all of this. And the only way that we can ever avoid this stuff in the future is by identifying these red flags, labeling them out crystal clear for people to understand and understanding that red flags need to be taken seriously. We can't just sweep this off to the side. But again, thank you everybody for tuning in. I don't have anything else to say on this aside from angry commentary, which is not helpful to anybody. And I'm sure there's plenty that we could all add to this conversation, but this is where it stands right now. I just wanted to go live, share that with you, and I'll keep you guys posted as you as you guys need to know more and as there's more articles released. Uh, the last thing I'll respond to, Christy said this is almost a gift to Anna. Maybe now she can escape and live her life not in the cult. Again, I really hope so. I hope Anna takes this as her opportunity to step out, to leave this situation, but the reality is this much has happened and nothing's changed. And she's no doubt with the Institute for Basic Life Principles, with the Gothard teaching that's so embedded in the, the, in the Duggar household, it's going to be very difficult to believe that the family is going to encourage her to do anything other than stay and assume the blame in the situation. But all right, guys, well, I'm going to go ahead and end the chat there. And uh, actually, I actually have to run into a interview right now, but I really appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.